Today is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Outspoken Marine officer who went viral for blasting incompetent military leaders over Afghanistan is put in jail. That's right, thrown right into the clink. We've been telling you guys that the authoritarians are on the march in our society, and the number one thing you cannot do is speak out against them. They will not allow institutional dissent. You will be tossed into prison, and that is precisely what happened here. But this isn't the only attack on our law enforcement, on our military, on our order, in our society. The Border Patrol agents who were just doing their jobs were accused of a racial hoax, all the way up to the President of the United States, a dark day for Border Border Patrol. Now, the media retracting the reports that they were whipping Haitian migrants on the border. Will these agents get an apology from the Biden administration? We're not going to hold our breath. In Massachusetts, thousands of police officers, state troopers have resigned over COVID vaccine mandates. And in New York, thousands more frontline workers at hospitals, nurses have been fired by the governor for not getting the vaccine. Thank you, frontline workers. Remember that? Yeah, well, enjoy your bread lines. Enjoy your Biden unemployment checks. You are done for. We actually never cared about you. Sayonara. That's right. And in good news today, the men who drone innocent children in Afghanistan are getting a little taste of their own medicine, getting hit, direct hit after direct hit on Capitol Hill. The grilling of Mark Miley and Lloyd Austin is ongoing as we speak. We will bring you the latest attack from human predator drone Senator Tom Cotton, who is absolutely torching these guys and well-deserved. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. My fellow Americans, there is a war raging in America today. It is an information war. They wish to control the facts that you can see, the information that you can hear. That is because knowledge is power. A properly informed populace, well, they can make decisions for themselves. That's why they want to control and censor and limit that which is harmful to their narratives and their control. That is why our show exists. The Benny Show is 100% independent, free of the corrupt corporate media influence, and we wish to stay that way. We can only stay that way with your support. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, and sharing this podcast with your friends. Like our social media pages, at Benny Johnson Verified on all platforms. And with that, let's start the show. Our first story this morning, outspoken Marine officer who went viral for blasting military leaders over Afghanistan is jailed. That's right, Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who rose to internet stardom by posting videos shaming the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, is now in the brig in the clink. That's right, you all watched it with your own two eyes. America droned Afghanistan children, slaughtered an innocent family, claimed that they had struck ISIS, and said that it was a righteous strike. General Miley said those things. General Miley went on and colluded with our Chinese communist adversaries, our geopolitical foes, committed treason, went behind the back of the President of the United States, and usurped civilian control of our military, an absolute bedrock principle of our country. General Miley walks free today. Lloyd Austin has lied multiple times to the American people about the calamitous withdrawal of Afghanistan. Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, is a person who got our boys and girls killed in the Hamid Karzai 
airport explosion, a attack that was so predictable, everybody knew it was coming, they said so, and now 13 families are destroyed forever. They will never recover. When you lose a child, you lose that child forever. The scars go deep and you never, ever, ever recover truly from that. We have spoken with a number of those families and we mourn for them. We weep for them. But those families get to watch the men who did that to their children walk free. No, in fact, in our darkest moment in American military history right now in the present day, it's hard to think of a darker moment because there's never been more military-based scandals, more humiliation for our forces. Everything from the vaccine mandate, which is unconstitutional and violates your very civil rights, to the screaming and crying about white rage from Mark Miley on Capitol Hill, all while Americans are being slaughtered, all while Afghanistan children are being slaughtered. Yes, you have our lowest point in American military history right now, the present, unfolding before you every conceivable military disaster, and the only person put in jail for all of it is the person who speaks out against it. That's right, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. Now, what did Scheller say to get him in so much trouble? You may have remembered seeing this clip. This is a Marine Lieutenant Colonel, very high-ranking, by the way, uh, who went and in the heat of the Afghanistan pullout nightmare disaster suicidal mission that indeed got 13 American heroes killed, Lieutenant Stuart Scheller said this. I want to say this very strongly. I have been fighting for 17 years. I am willing to throw it all away to say to my senior leaders, I demand accountability. After being relieved of duty, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller continued to speak out on social media and continued to post. I read to you now from Fox News, who quotes his father, Stu Scheller Sr. His father says this about his son. All our son did was ask the questions that everybody was asking themselves, but they were too scared to speak out loud, Scheller's father said, to task in purpose. That's a military magazine. He was asking for accountability. In fact, I think he even asked for an apology that we made mistakes, our military. But they couldn't do that, which is mind-blowing. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have military members in your family? Do you know someone who served in the global war on terror? Do you know someone who served in Afghanistan? If you know somebody who served in your family, you understand that even if they came back with their life and their limbs, that they are scarred, that they will carry with them the mental stress and pain of those years of their lives forever. And by retreating and surrendering to the very terrorist elements that they went over there to fight, that many of them lost comrades, many of them lost arms, legs, eyes. We surrendered to the very terrorist elements, in fact, a metastasized, more vicious, more evil terrorist element, and then we gave them all of our gear. We handed them billions of dollars worth of American munitions. And now those American men and American women who fought and who survived, many did not, but they survived. They come home with lifelong scars. By handing our enemies the land for which these young men and women fought for so nobly, by handing that land and that tech 
to our enemies, and then they have to see them parade through the streets and commit terrorist acts. They just hung a man from a crane yesterday, the Taliban. They hung a man right in the middle of downtown. They've been beating women in the street. They've been summarily executing anyone they wish. The Taliban, again, has metastasized into something even worse than it was in 2001. Yes, by doing that, you have taken salt, big granular salt, and rubbed it in the wounds of these American patriots. These American patriots who walk our streets right now, they're in our families right now. Both my brother-in-laws, Mark and Sean, served over in that theater of war. Both of them were affected forever by what they saw. Their stories are incredible. Their heroism is unparalleled. And if you have military members and service members in your family, God bless you. Uh, Make sure that you reach out to them uh, with regularity in this time because this is a rough time. Uh, My brother-in-law actually served in Guantanamo Bay and was in watch over many of the Taliban members that were released to take back over Afghanistan. That's right. To go back over into the same land where their friends and comrades-in-arms were slaughtered by these terrorists in their fight, and yes, it was handed right back to the terrorists. So imagine what it's like waking up in the morning and knowing that that is what happened, that that's what it was all for. Yeah. So Lieutenant Colonel Scheller, I say all that to say this, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller was speaking on behalf of those men. What he was saying there is that this is the mood of our armed forces right now. This is the feeling inside of the gut of our armed service members. They feel betrayed. I feel betrayed by our leadership, and they deserve to answer for what they have done with our sacrifice. That is a very basic and simple request. Now, of course, in the military, there is rank and file. You can't just sound off against your military leaders. Obviously, he was relieved of command immediately after this, but he is also an American who has a First Amendment right. Lieutenant Scheller has himself a First Amendment right. We hope that he uses that in what is going to be an upcoming trial. I read to you again from foxnews.com. Scheller first rose to internet stardom by posting a video on Facebook blasting military leaders and for the US, U.S. withdrawal of Afghanistan, questioning their command decisions and the events leading up to and during the final evacuation effort. Scheller would go on to release several more videos generating praise and controversy while drawing the ire of military leadership. Eventually, he was told by his superiors to stop posting on social media altogether, an order that he immediately ignored by posting about the gag order. The officer also seemingly realized his last post would result in a trip to the brig. Uh, That is military speak for jail. What happens when all you do is speak truth and no one wants to hear it? But they can probably stop listening because I'm crazy, right? Scheller wrote the end of a post. Colonel Emil, please have the MPs, military police, waiting for me at 800 on Monday. I'm ready for jail. Well, so he knew it was coming. Scheller is currently in pre-trial confinement, a spokesperson for Training and Education Command said, of the officer's status. The time, date, and location for the proceedings have not been determined. Lieutenant Colonel Scheller will be afforded all due process. The statement continued. Scheller defended his son, the senior, so his father, arguing that he was only asking for accountability. This is what his father says. He's asking for the same accountability that is expected of him and his men. 
I've had Vietnam veterans contacting me applauding him for his courage because they too want to know, was it all worth it? And by demanding accountability, honesty from his senior leaders, that's all he was asking. And the way the Marine Corps has dealt with it, they've now put him in jail. It's a quote from Senior Scheller, the father. Yeah, it's exactly, it's exactly right. It's exactly right. We've been saying on this channel for as long as this channel has existed, as long as this show has existed, that these people are simply authoritarians. They wish to use institutional power and institutional control to control your life. They want to control the air that you breathe. They want to control the air your children can breathe. They want to control what goes inside of your body. They wish to control your very bodily autonomy. These people don't care about civil rights or natural rights. These people don't believe in God. They believe in the state. And that is truly an authoritarian. Authoritarianism has, in its craw, many different forms. Yes, you can be a communist, you can be a socialist, you can be a fascist, it's all the same thing. You could be a king. Yes, read your Bible. King Herod had all of the children murdered when he thought that there was a threat to his power. He took his institutions and he took the sword to the throats of the babies that could threaten him. The pharaoh of Egypt had all the babies murdered in Egypt. All of the babies, of course, of the slave class, the servant class, the Hebrews. What did the Hebrews say? Did they say, oh, we have rights. Here's our lawyers. Here's the ADL. Here are the people who are here to defend us. Here's the ACLU with a lawsuit. You can't kill all of our babies. Of course not. No, no, no. Because kings and pharaohs and authoritarian leaders, dictators, they're all the same thing, people. They're all the same thing. The Soviet commissars were gods in Soviet Russia. Marx said that there is no god, there is only the state. And that is precisely the way that they see themselves and the way that the authoritarians in our society see themselves is the same. Freedom of speech indeed is a threat to their power the freedom of Lieutenant Scheller to speak out against them from within the institution? Oh, man, now you've really reached the inflection point there. That is the point that you cannot return from. You see, you can't have the institutions cracking. You cannot show that the institutions of the state are actually questioning their own leaders. That is the biggest no-no. That is the largest sin. The sin of the institutional questioning of the state itself. Whoa, 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 whoa. Throw him in jail. No. It is easier for us to allow the institutions to rot and to make mistakes, to be suicidal with the lives of our children, to be suicidal with the lives of poor, innocent, brown, Afghan children who just wanted a sip of water. Their father was an aid worker. They wanted a sip of water. These children were waiting for daddy to come home. Daddy came home with a jug of water to feed his, to, 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 to quench the thirst of his thirsty children. And what happened? A missile from a predator drone struck their home and incinerated all of them in a blast that tore through their very flesh. They died. Why? Because our military leadership had failed in Afghanistan, and those kids needed to die now because we had to prove a point. The point was that we could strike anyone, anywhere, and we are so angry at ourselves, we're just going to take it out on these children. And we're going to lie. We're going to lie about our own incompetence to the American people. 
Those men walk free. They walked right into the Senate today. Mark Miley, Joint Chiefs of Staff, and Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense. Those men were responsible for the drone attack that slaughtered innocent Afghan children. Those men are responsible for the lives lost at the Hamid Karzai airport. Those men are now facing their own small little inquisition in the Senate. We have an, an update on that at the end of the show. But let it be known that truly the darkest moment in our American military history, truly the darkest moment that I have seen in a very long time has been the way that those families who lost children, those families who lost their American sons and daughters were treated by our president. You see, Joe Biden, he's part of that establishment. He wants that establishment to thrive. He needs the institutional power. Joe Biden is too weak. Joe Biden is too frail. He must have the institutions to prop him up. Joe Biden, if given any type of fair questioning and scorn, if anyone looked at Joe Biden fairly, he would wither like a leaf in autumn. He would crack and blow away like dust. Joe Biden needs the institutional protections of our military, of our overstate, of our deep state, and of our press. Joe Biden cannot withstand the hot scorn of a free media He could not withstand the true questioning of our military actions, and he could not stand upright if the institutions turned against him. He would not be able to stand it. That is why Joe Biden did not enjoy going to the dignified transfer of the 13 heroes who died in Afghanistan. He looked at his watch multiple times as their caskets were rolling off the plane. The caskets were draped in flags because they died serving their country, died at the hand of Joe Biden, died on the orders of Joe Biden and his corrupt military. Those caskets wheeled before Biden on the tarmac at the Dover Air Force Base, and Joe Biden kept checking his watch. He kept wondering, how long, how long until the last casket rolls off? I have nappy time. I have sippy time. I need to go and play with a pool noodle in my pool naked. I know, creeps you out. I hate to bring it up, but that is indeed a Joe Biden story. He likes to swim naked in front of his secret service Many of those Secret Service members are female service members. They actually issued a formal complaint. Go look it up. No, Joe Biden had different things to do, better things to do, than to console or comfort the families of the military members of whom he slaughtered. No, at the dignified transfer, he met with the families. And what did those families tell the Washington Post? Those families said that Joe Biden insulted us. Joe Biden grabbed us by the scruff of our necks and said, I hope your kids rot. I spit on their graves. Your sons and daughters meant nothing to me. And that's what Joe Biden told the families. Joe Biden said, I don't care that they died. That's what he said. It's true. He didn't say it exactly that way. But ladies and gentlemen, When you are the president of the United States, when your order has killed members of the military, when you're facing their tear-filled families, their eyes are welling up with salty tears, they are saddened, it is the darkest day of their lives, and all you can do is talk about your own pain, that was one of the criticisms of Biden, that all he did was talk about his own son, Bo. 
when you can only talk about who hurt you. Yes, you're such a narcissist. You're such a collapsed star nebula narcissist that you can only talk about your own pain. When you don't look them in the eye, that was another criticism. When you fight with them, that's right. Joe Biden fought with one of the fathers. One of the fathers presented a photo of all of the Marines who had died on his order. And Joe Biden argued with the man, attacked the man, snapped on the man. That's right. That's what Joe Biden did to the grieving family members of our service members. Joe Biden then went on to not look the families in the eye and to be distant and abusive to these families. That is according to the Washington Post's retelling. Go ahead and look it up. The Washington Post had a series of articles contacting the families of the 13 heroes who lost their lives at Joe Biden's hand, and Joe Biden insulted them, fought with them, and dismissed them. A humiliating moment for our American military, a humiliating moment for our body politic. There is truly has Indeed, never been a worse time, a worse time, a worse showing for our American military. Yet the only person in jail is Lieutenant Colonel in the Marines, Scheller. Just for simply speaking out and saying his piece and saying that these men and women in our military deserve better. That's all he did. That's all he did. And now he is in jail. Someone who could be in jail for committing treason, someone who should be facing military tribunal, is General Miley. General Miley, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, well, he went around Donald Trump, the civilian leader of the military, went around his back, communicated with the communist Chinese about our military plans, about our engagement. He treasonously backstabbed our president, went to our geopolitical foe in the world, and told them our military arrangements. Well, this is treason. I read to you an article in the Constitution, Article 3, Section 3 of the Constitution. Treason against the United States shall consist only uh, in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. No person shall be convicted of treason unless on the testimony of two witnesses to the same overt act or the confession in open court. The Congress shall have power to declare the punishment of treason, but no attainder of treason shall work corruption of blood or forfeiture except during life of the person attained. Well, that means that treason won't pass on to your family, as was the common practice back when the Constitution was written. Our Constitution is pretty basic when it comes to what it defines and how it defines treason. It says aiding the enemy, giving them comfort. So what is it when General Miley goes outside of the civilian control of our military and states to our enemy behind the back of the leader of our armed forces that we won't be sending any nuclear weapons their direction, we won't be engaging in any military activity towards China. If we did, we will tell you, I will tell you, I will secretly back-channel to you and sabotage our military activity. Well, that's called treason. It's certainly called giving aid and aid to the enemy. It's called giving comfort to the enemy. 
And there's a reason why they're doing it. There's a reason why they want to usurp civilian control of our military and take that power unto themselves. And it actually has to do with some wisdom from someone in China, a man who was a mass murderer, the most evil Chinese person to ever live, maybe the most evil person to live in our modern era. He certainly slaughtered a lot more people than Hitler. His name was Mao Zedong. He was the founder of the People's Republic uh, uh, of, of China. He was the communist dictator of China. He slaughtered his own people. He was a coward who hid out during World War II and allowed for the nationalist armies to take the full brunt of the Japanese advancement. He hid in the mountains. He did not fight for his country. He hid during World War II. He let the enemy wear down his own countrymen and slaughter them. He let cities burn and his entire homeland be invaded by the Japanese. Meanwhile, Mao Zedong hid in the mountains like a feeble coward. Then, after World War II was done, he went and attacked. All these communists are simply cowards. They all do it the same way. Lenin did it in Russia. Uh, Castro did it in Cuba. They wait until their countries are weak, and then they usurp military control. The first thing they do is they take the guns from the people. Now, Mao has a quote on this. Mao Zedong said, All power emanates from the barrel of a gun. And that is why Mao disarmed his people immediately and armed only the People's Liberation Army in China. Yes, the People's Liberation Army. Isn't it amazing how they always name these things the exact opposite of what they are? Whenever you find a, uh, a, a, a democratic republic, it's actually a dictatorship in Africa. Whenever you have the People's Liberation Army, it's, actual, the, it's actually the people's slavers. And that is what they did. They enslaved the Chinese people. They slaughtered at least 60 million of them over the course of time in the Great Leap Forward. Yes, Mao Zedong, perhaps the most evil leader of any country, anywhere, anytime. You can fight me on that. We'll see. Anyhow, why did Mao Zedong take over? And how did Mao Zedong take over China so quickly and so easily? Well, he allowed his military adversaries to be worn down by a global war, and then he struck, he took advantage, and then he disarmed his people. You see, the communist understands how powerful the military is and how powerful weapons are. The authoritarians do as well, and the authoritarians in our country, indeed, are actively trying to take away our Second Amendment and actively trying to usurp control over our military. They don't like the fact that civilians have control over our military. They disgust in the fact that a civilian commander-in-chief has control and command over our military. They are horrified by it. They wish to reverse that. They don't care for that because they don't care for you and I. The authoritarians see themselves as the masters, and they see you and I as the slaves, and they don't want us to have control over anything. That's been made very, very clear in our authoritarian moment right now. The Renaissance that brought forth the idea of natural rights and civilian control over the population. Indeed, uh, that does not extend to the authoritarian. They hate America's founding for that exact reason, and it's why General Miley will see absolutely no repercussions for his treasonous act of usurping civilian control of our military. It's why they applaud him for it. He gets roundly applauded by the authoritarian cohort because they hate 
that the civilians control the military. They want the military to be controlled as an institution by them. They want institutional control, and that's exactly why Schiller, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Schiller, is in jail right now. While the criminals and the treasonous in our military walk free. They do not want institutional dissent. They hate it. And they hate the fact that Donald Trump had control over the military, meaning you had control over the military. Ultimately, it had nothing to do with Donald Trump. It had everything to do with you and I. They hate that our vote puts people in charge of them and that they then have to answer to us. That's why they're acting actively acting to make our votes as worthless as the paper they are printed on. They just legalized permanent mail-in voting in California. That state is now lost. We told you this was the moment, the California recall, this was the moment that we would either save or lose California forever. Would it slide into the Pacific Ocean and become a failed state? Now, with universal mail-in voting, they have effectively eliminated any value to the votes in California, to the votes of humans in California, the voters in California. Their votes mean essentially nothing now because there is an unaccountable system. There is permanent vote-by-mail. Millions of ballots will be mailed out forever until they get the results that they want, the predetermined results of the elections that they desire. That is how vote-by-mail works. That is how it works in corrupt systems all around the world, and now it is working here in America. Yes, they are taking cues. They are taking cues. Part of the cue that they often take is to demean or demoralize those who would stand in their way when they reach for power, when they act in an authoritarian manner, civilian control over our military, civilian control over our police force, civilian control, uh, indeed, over our own border. They hate it. They are disgusted by it, and that's why they are attacking every one of those institutions. It's why Scheller is in jail, and it's also why our border patrol agents may also go to jail very soon. Here we have a report from the Post Millennial. Media retracts Border Patrol whipping story. Will the Biden administration apologize for smearing agents? You all know this story. We've covered it a couple times on the show. But these agents were simply doing their jobs. They were acting legally. And they were acting within the bounds of the law. They were protecting our border. It's their job. They're border agents. And by keeping criminal aliens from entering our country, they indeed were doing what a Border Patrol agent's entire job was to do. It is the law of our country that it is a felony to enter our country illegally. The Immigration Act of 1965 states that very clearly. So when these criminal Haitian migrants wander across our border, they are now felons by American law. You can go look up the actual legislation written by Democrats and passed by Democrats. And also strengthened, quite frankly, by uh, more immigration bills in the 80s, 90s, and the early 2000s. So... Uh, exactly what standing do they have to prosecute these Border Patrol agents doing their jobs? Well, it looked horrifying. That's right. That's what the administration says. That's what Kamala Harris, Secretary Mayorkas, and Joe Biden all say in a row, that it looked bad. The images didn't look great. This is because the Democratic Party recognizes that it stands on a single pillar, 
A single pillar has given the Democratic Party power, race hoaxes, and the fomentation of them. The fomentation of race hoaxes has been the Democratic Party's platform for the last two years. You have seen it in Bubba Wallace, in Jesse Smollett, in the amplification of every conceivable criminal after the George Floyd riots, Kamala Harris fundraised to release criminals from jail. Yes. But now Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and Secretary Mayorkas are all attacking police anew over a new race hoax. And we know it's a hoax. Axios, a left-wing media outlet, actually deleted a tweet spreading the hoax. Axios deletes tweets spreading disinformation that Border Patrol agents were whipping Haitian migrants. Let's read the article. We deleted a previous tweet that referred to Border Patrol agents as whipping Haitian migrants. The story has been updated to include comments from journalists at the border who did not see whipping occur, Axios said on Twitter in a statement. The disinformation from Axios and other outlets citing the original claim resulted in the Biden administration harshly condemning Border Patrol agents, Department of Homeland Security launching an investigation. Even the photographer who took the now viral images said following to KTSM. I assume that is a local station. I've never seen them with whips. I've never seen them whip anyone. He was swinging it, meaning the reins. That's how you drive a horse. That's why how you control a horse. But it can be misconstrued when you're looking at the picture. He says that this is fake news. That's the photographer. Probably the photographer is a left-winger. I have worked in political journalism for the last decade. I promise you, there's not many right-wing photographers. There's not many Republican journalists, period. But what do we have? We have a situation now where the very journalist, who's probably a lifelong Democrat, is saying, wait a second, y'all are making fake news out of my photos. No one was whipping anyone. But you see, you gotta, you gotta understand, it's the distraction that means everything to these people. They want to disinform. They want to misinform. It's the purpose of The Benny Show to inform you and to give you the three pieces of news you got to know today. But the purpose of left-wing media is to distract so that you look away. It's what Russiagate was. It's what the Mueller probe was. It's what everything was used for during the Trump administration. And it's what's happening now. They hated the fact that Open Borders was live and on display for all people to see. It was grotesque. You could see the true catastrophe of Open Borders in our country laid bare. They hated that. And so, jump to a race hoax. They hated, hated Donald Trump. And so, everybody talk about Jesse Smollett. They needed you to think that a Trump supporter attacked Jesse Smollett and hung a noose around his neck. They need you, you stupid sheep, to think that Bubba Wallace, a NASCAR driver who is black, had a noose hung in his garage, even though every garage has the same noose, and that noose, air quotes, is actually a garage pole. They need you to think that your country is terrible and that everyone hates each other, because that gives them institutional power. When Every little group is fighting each other. That gives them power. And so here we have a new race hoax. These are far too convenient for them. They're far too useful for them. They were waiting for this moment, and then they pounced. Because if they can make 
there's only so much oxygen in the room. Trust me, there's only so many words you can write. There's only so much space, space on the front page of your newspaper. There's only so much time in your show on the airwaves on cable news. And there's only so much time people will listen to a podcast. And so they know that if they can fill that void with a hoax and make it about something meaningless, well, then that's keeping a bad headline about them off the front pages, off the airwaves, off your cable news. That was the goal. Misdirection, disinformation. It's why they went so hard in on this. Kamala had been nowhere to be found, but suddenly she was running, sprinting in front of the cameras. Same with Secretary Mayorkas. Same with Joe Biden. Listen to this cavalry of contemptible politicians slandering, smearing, libeling our law enforcement. I don't think anyone could look at those photos uh, and think that was appropriate action or behavior or something uh, that uh, should be accepted uh, within uh, our administration. There's an investigation that's ongoing. Uh, we'll let that play out. But our reaction to the photos has not changed. Responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treat it like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. Treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. Um, but human beings should never be treated that way. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy. And I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. Maxine Waters saying that it was worse than slavery, what these federal agents did, worse than slavery for doing their jobs. Just to let you know exactly what idiots they trot out in order to push their false agiprope. Agiprope's the Soviet term for a fake news story. It was very useful in the Soviet era to push fake news on the unassuming population, and that is precisely how desperate they were to push this fake news to get the actual story about murdering children in Afghanistan, about the murder and the slaughter of American soldiers in Afghanistan, about the invasion on our border, that's how desperate they were to get that out of the news cycle. Of course, you had Jen Psaki in there saying, I don't think anyone could look at those photos and think that that was appropriate. Mm, okay. Jen Psaki should spend a hot second watching any episode of Cops. Go ahead. 
see what the real world is like. And the world that they are creating is worse than ever. It has never been less safe to live in America. Skyrocketing murder rates around the country. Shocking numbers. Murder rates skyrocketing 200, 300, 400% in major cities. It's why we moved out of the city. It's why I moved my family out of a blue city. It's why I moved my family out of Washington, D.C. and down to Florida. I want to be in a place that has law and order, that loves their police officers, that supports their police. Florida gave $1,000 bonuses to police. We love that. We support that. That's how I want my tax dollars being used. I don't want my tax dollars to go to some intersectional rainbow street painting and where I will just go get mugged. That's exactly what BLM Plaza turned into in Washington, D.C. If you wanted to have someone criminally attack you, that's where you went. I watched it happen, I watched it happen actually when I was walking out of the White House and I saw a mob attacking Rand Paul the night that Donald Trump spoke at the GOP convention in 2020. That happened in BLM Plaza. It's also where they went and burned down parts of the White House They burned down a shed on White House grounds, a historic part of the White House. They torched it to the ground. It's still in smoldering embers to this day. And they also lit St. John's Church on fire, just in case you were wondering what an actual insurrection, an actual violent and deadly insurrection looks like. Well, it was on full display. You see, that happened in D.C., and it happened without anyone stopping it, because in Washington, D.C., they had defunded their police. Thank God that the Border Patrol agents, if in fact found guilty, will not be wanting for a job. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said that if Biden takes any action whatsoever against the Border Patrol agents, he sides with the agents. He wants them to know something. If they are at risk of losing their job by a president who is abandoning his duty to secure the border, you have a job in the state of Texas. I will hire you to keep the Texas border secure. Good for you, Greg Abbott. The person who took those pictures said that the characterization that the Democrats have made about uh, the Border Patrol uh, using them as whips, whipping people uh, coming across the border uh, is false. They were simply maneuvering horses. What the, the president said uh, going after the Border Patrol who were uh, risking their lives and working so hard to try to secure the border, if he takes any action against them whatsoever, I have worked side by side with those Border Patrol agents. I want them to know something. If they are at risk of losing their job at a president who is abandoning his duty to secure the border, you have a job in the state of Texas. I will hire you to help Texas secure our border. It's not just Greg Abbott, man. I mean, you know you're in a bad position when you have CNN attacking you as a Democrat. CNN, obviously part of the human centipede that assists in providing cover and uh, digestion of DNC talking points throughout our media ecosystem. CNN actually went in on Secretary Mayorkas over this scam, over this fake news, and over the assault on our police for simply doing their jobs. Go ahead and listen to Jake Tapper, of all people, Jake Tapper, savaging Mayorkas over this issue and how the investigation just, there's no way the investigation is going to be uh, uh, finding of anything other than guilty, right? Like you already have the president and the president's spokesperson and multiple members of Congress and multiple members of the administration condemning these officers. This is a hung jury. This is a fake investigation that already has a predetermined outcome. 
It's how these authoritarians always work. Listen to Jake Tapper doing a single minute of actual uh, media journalism pushback on this corrupt administration on CNN. That are adduced, the facts that are determined, will drive the outcome. Nothing less and nothing more. Some but of the what those images, but Go Jake, ahead, what those images, what those images suggest, what 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 they appeared to portray, was horrifying, and that I think uh, deserves attention. That is quite different than fact determinations. And I will tell you, I served as a federal prosecutor for 12 years, and yeah. we conducted independent investigations uh, despite. Uh, what appearances yeah. might have been and the public outcry about them. But that, but that's the thing. Some of the initial descriptions of those images were just patently false. There's now video out there that provides more context. Uh, having seen the video, uh, are you certain that there was actually wrongdoing? I am going to let those investigators make that determination, and then that determination will drive the outcome of the investigation. Can the Border Patrol count on you and President Biden, who has said the people will pay, uh, to come to an, uh, a determination based on the facts and, and not based on Twitter outrage? They sure can. And let me say uh, something about that, Jake, because I've worked very closely with the men and women of U.S. Customs and Border Protection for many years, many, many years. And I, they are heroic, what they do. And I saw their heroism displayed in Del Rio, Texas, last Monday when I was there on the ground. And that is emblematic of who they are, their commitment to this country, their talent, and tireless dedication to mission. I'm incredibly proud uh, to work alongside them. Well, as you know, a lot of those uh, uh, agents on horseback, uh, they're on horse because there are no roads in so many parts of, of the border. And a lot of them have saved the lives of migrants trying to cross the river. Uh, the nice words you said about them, you should probably share with President Biden, not just with the... All righty. So you have CNN turning on the Biden administration. Relatively shocking there in that interview. Jake Tapper saying, go ahead and tell your boss, meaning Joe Biden, uh, that these guys deserve better. Someone who deserves better in law enforcement certainly are the police officers and the state troopers in Massachusetts who are now forced to resign over COVID vaccine mandates. They march directly into the bread lines with New York first responders. You remember they had parades for first responders. They had dances for first responders. They had ticker tape for first responders in New York. And now I hope that you saved that ticker tape. You will need to use it to get to the bread lines. You will need to use it to take a number to get your unemployment check. Maybe that's what the ticker tape was. Stand in line and receive your loaf of bread, you unwashed masses. You now lose your job because of our authoritarian mandates. Far more important, you risked your lives to save New Yorkers all throughout the pandemic. And now that you most likely have natural immunity because you were so close to those suffering from COVID, now that you almost assuredly got real COVID and recovered and have natural immunity conferred to you by the way that all immunization process works forever throughout the history of humanity, you now don't take our little serum, our vaccine, 
you don't get what we wish to put into your body, well, you're out of a job. We will take everything from you. You are now our servant. You are our slave. That is how they view the world, ladies and gentlemen. That is how they view the world. Do not believe them when they throw their parades for the first responders. Don't believe them when they say they support police. It's all lies. Nothing matters to them but power. Nothing matters to them but control. Control over what you can put into your body. Control over what you can think. Control over what you can say. Just ask Colonel Scheller in the military. Oh, wait, you can't because he is in chains right now. Someone who is in the breadline are thousands of troopers in Massachusetts and thousands upon thousands of first responders in New York. The State Association of Massachusetts uh, police said that dozens of troopers have submitted their resignation papers as a result of the state's COVID vaccine mandate. The state is requiring all executive department employees to show proof of vaccination by October 17th or risk losing their jobs. 20% of the state police employees are not vaccinated, the union's attorney said. Last week, the judge denied a request from the state police union to put a hold on Governor Charlie Baker's vaccine mandate for troopers. Last week, the judge denied that request, even though the governor is Republican. Amazing, guys. Seriously. Statement from the police union. Throughout COVID, we have been on the front lines protecting citizens of Massachusetts and beyond. Simply put, we are asking for the same basic accommodations that countless other departments have provided for their first responders and to treat COVID-related illnesses in the line of duty. To date, dozens of troopers have already submitted their resignation paperwork, some whom plan to return to other departments offering reasonable alternatives, such as mask wearing or testing. The state police are already critical, critically short-staffed and acknowledged this by the unprecedented moves which took troopers from specialty units and investigations of homicides, terrorisms, computer crimes, arsons, gangs, narcotics, and human trafficking, and returned them to uniformed patrol. So essentially, they're saying their ranks are so whittled down, and this is happening in police departments across the country, their ranks are so whittled down that they're having to take from specialty units to prevent terrorism, among other things, and put them back on uniformed police duty. While this is a state requirement, Biden plans on implementing federal requirements as well as to double down on his policy. That's from Monday. We have Joe Biden, of course, saying that the authoritarian will never miss an opportunity to control your body. The authoritarian will never miss an opportunity to tell you what you can and cannot put into your body, how you cannot think, how you can and cannot think, what you can and cannot do. Joe Biden, of course, said this. He said, I am moving forward with vaccination requirements wherever I can. Yes, that's right, wherever I can. And he'll do it in violation of the Constitution. He'll do it, and he'll wait to be told he can't by the Supreme Court. They'll do as much damage as possible before they get slapped back. It's how it always works, and they will move ever so slightly the Overton window in their direction. That direction is authoritarian control over your life. You see that from the godless new governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, who said that she will deploy National Guard troops to fill the staff shortages as unvaccinated nurses and hospital workers are fired effective Monday night. Last night, New York hospitals were preparing to fire thousands of healthcare workers for not complying with COVID-19 vaccine mandates taking effect on Monday. 
with some of the upstate regions curtailing services to cope with the staff shortages. 43,000 employees in New York City's 11 public hospitals, 5,000 were not vaccinated. Dr. Michael Katz, head of NYC Health and Hospitals, said at a news conference. New York Governor Kathy Hochul said on Saturday that she was considering employing the National Guard and out-of-state medical workers to fill staffing shortages. 16% of the state's 450,000 hospital staff are not fully vaccinated, so they're going to lose 15% of their hospital staff, and those hospitals are already at the breaking point. Thanks, first responders. I hope you enjoyed making your last TikToks in the hospital rooms, in your hospital gowns, you are now unemployed. Healthcare workers who are fired for refusing to get a vaccine will not be eligible for unemployment insurance unless they are able to provide a valid doctor-approved request for medical accommodation. These people are evil. They're godless. They do not see any other power other than themselves on this earth. You must understand My fellow Americans, ladies and gentlemen, they do not see the world the way you see the world. You see a God in heaven above. You see accountability for your actions below. You see your family and your children and you are accountable to them. These people only see now, here, the power of today. They see themselves as gods and they see religious people and their leaders as pawns in their sick power game. Listen to Kathy Hochul yesterday talk about how the vaccine is from God and how if you don't take it, you're a sinner. Just remarkable. Anyone who knows anything about Christ, anyone who knows anything about Jesus, anyone who knows anything as a Christian about the teachings of the church, Christ came here in order to unseat and humiliate those who abused religion for their own power. He didn't really get involved in politics of the day in so much as the politics of the day corrupted the temple and corrupted the leaders of the church. They used biblical teachings to assume power unto themselves and to give themselves power and riches on this earth. That is precisely what modern-day Pharisee, modern-day heretic Kathy Huckel, Kathy Heretic, has done. Listen to this disgusting comment. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, Please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of our show, but ongoing right now is the grilling, and it is a hot, flaming Weber grill of Miley and of Austin. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Mark Miley up on Capitol Hill had to bring you this comment and this 
nuclear predator drone strike by the human predator drone, Tom Cotton. A direct hit on both of these guys. It is a savage one. Tom Cotton, obviously a veteran himself, has been deeply critical of the Biden's mishandling of the Afghanistan withdrawal, and he is now getting his just desserts here. A little taste of their own medicine. Take it away, Tom Cotton. Just got one final question. General Milley, I can only conclude that your advice about staying in Afghanistan was rejected. I'm shocked to learn that your advice wasn't sought until August 25th on staying past the August 31 deadline. I, I understand that you're the principal military advisor, that you advise, you don't decide, the president decides. But if all this is true, General Milley, why haven't you resigned? Senator, as a senior military officer, um, resigning is a really serious thing. It's a political act if I'm resigning in protest. My job is to provide advice. My statutory responsibility is to provide legal advice or best military advice to the president. And that's my legal requirement. That's what the law is. Um, We thank God for men like Tom Cotton who are holding our powerful accountable inside of the halls of Congress. Thank you, Arkansas, for sending Tom Cotton to the Senate. Please send Sarah Sanders to the governor's mansion there, and then Arkansas will become truly a wonderful state. Now, their football team is winning a lot. Their football team is crushing right now, the Arkansas Razorbacks. A time for winning for the state of Arkansas. Great job. You are forgiven for the Clintons. Maybe. At some point. I mean, we'll forgive you in a little bit. I don't know. Maybe we will never forgive you for the Clintons. We're not sure. But on this show, we are sure of one thing. We're sure about bringing you the truth, bringing you the reality of what is happening, going outside of the reins of control that social media has on us, that corporate media has on us, and delivering to you the honest, earnest, and basic truths that are happening in your world today, the stories they don't want you to see, the stories that hurt them, but you have to be informed. An informed populace and an armed populace is the number one side up against tyranny in our free society, the number one bunker against these authoritarians who wish to destroy our very country. And we thank you so much for listening to The Benny Show today. We will be back tomorrow. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.